I'm Sarah Connolly and I'm here with my good friend Clara Beard because today we're going to talk about how racers run social media. Um, Clara, as you probably already know, works for Tour Tracker and she was also out recently doing the social media for the Tour of the Gila. And I've just come back from doing the women's tour, the Friends Life Women's Tour of Britain. And yeah, so we just want to talk to each other about how it all happens. How are you, Clara? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. I was waiting for you to add and talk about how we are so awesome. <laughs> I'm just assuming that people will know we're so awesome after listening to us. So, um, yeah, you have been doing this for a couple of years now, haven't you? Um, yeah, um, yes, with Tour Tracker. Mm -hmm. um, I started, let's see, I don't know, yeah, it's been a couple of years. I started with a tour of Colorado. Mm -hmm. Wait, no, I didn't. I started, <laughs> we started with Exergy Tour. <gasps> yeah, that, the that. The one-off Exergy tour, and yeah, and you, um, what's your what's your role in Tour Tracker? What do you actually do? Well, I guess it it depends on the race. Um, I sit in a production truck, uh, listening to race radio, and whether or not they have video. I mean, I don't really watch video that much, but I, I it's mostly race radio, and I either do the text commentary. Um, which if everyone has tour tracker, which they should, shows <laughs> on the left hand, with the right hand side of the screen. And sometimes I'm doing um, race situation data uh, uh, info, which is the right hand side and at the bottom. So we're, we're live tracking and I'm doing text commentary. And the text commentary um, for web and for, for mobile apps. And then the text commentary is handy because um, I guess like in California, um, we don't always have pictures. So the only way you're going to get info is from either Twitter or my text commentary. So yeah, that's, I guess, in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you were doing that, you were doing that recently at the Tour of California for the um, two women's races and also for the entire men's race, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. That, and that was a bit of a, a juggle because the men's race was going on the same time as the circuit race for the women. And um, I was doing both at the same time. <laughs> how, how do you manage that is it is it hard <laughs> yes because i'm i'm inputting uh data and text into two different window browsers so they're two different servers that i use for the if i'm doing two different races at the same time mm -hmm. so it's mostly me in the back of my head going please do not put the wrong information in the wrong server and uh <laughs> But I managed this time. I didn't write about the men's race and the women's service. That was good. But um, and also, let's see. Yeah, it was a it was a circuit race, so I was getting info. I I was getting info, not much info for the women's race, to be honest. I was getting race radio for the men, mm -hmm. but for the women, um, I was getting um, someone was skyping me info from uh, the the start finish line. Mm. And, and that was it. So I, I had to uh, improvise. <clears throat> and are you in the same place as the commentators? Not always. Um, I well for the big races, I um, I'm in the I'm in a production. Show. Oh, you mean as far as the TV announcers? Yeah. Are Phil and Paul? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I'm not. I. It's uh, there are two there. Are, different trucks and I am in the tour tracker production truck and they have their own little space um since an NBC is a completely different setup and they have their own truck and um they 
a bigger truck <laughs> <laughs> with air conditioning oh no with, with heating oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right I mean, it's every race i i go to it's it's different depending on um i guess uh the, the stature of the race yeah so I mean, and um, as I understand it, you just got back from the women's tour. <laughs> <laughs> I did in May. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to turn, deflect this onto you, but I <laughs> want to know, we were going to talk about what you did. So you did a completely different um, scenario. So you were in the, one of the com cars, correct? Yeah, I was in the first race car in the first um, in the race, you know, race judge, race commissioner's car. And so I was sat in the back seat with my um, laptop, with my dongle <laughs> and my and yeah, listening to race radio and doing updates from from the back, basically from the back of the front car. But you don't really get to see that much of the race. I mean, occasionally you can look out the back and see, oh, look, there's definitely someone attacked. What color are they wearing? Blue. Um, but yeah, it was it was a different thing. I mean, you know, race radio is a really interesting thing, isn't it? Because people talk as if, oh, yeah, race radio should be broadcast. But it's. The first time I ever went to a race, I was quite surprised about how limited the information is. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not always um, well, it's someone trying to get bib numbers, and they're not always accurate. So it, you're never going to have, and sometimes the the radios um, lose signal. It's it's not always perfect. No, it's just it's kind of amazing when you like when you're behind the scenes and you think about what people go through <laughs> to get you info on Twitter. <laughs> Well, I think because I was in the front car, I had two. We had two radios, two radio feeds coming through. One was the one that everyone in the in the in the cars had, and then the other one was the, just the jury radio. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was quite interesting. So you got a little bit, you know, and that was a, so you and you also could hear, you know, the conversations about, hey, look, there's a couple of riders off the back. Can we just make sure they're covered by a motorbike, for example? And that's that's quite an interesting thing. But you're right about, I mean, you know. Sometimes there's three riders off the off the front, <laughs> and you're you're sitting there going, "Yeah, any numbers? Any numbers? No." <laughs> but you're also sitting, you know. I think everyone's seen those photos of people in the front of cars with the numbers sellotaped to the dashboard, haven't they? Where you're, you know, trying to, you know, basically you've got it straight away. So if they say, "Right, yes, number 168," you know who that is. Right. Yes, and um, it's it's just uh, chaos for. Well, I mean, at least for men's races, I don't know about you, and that's a different thing. I, when you were covering um, the women's tour, was it constant? Um, did it ever calm down, or at some point, like you know, at the beginning, it's crazy, and then of course at the end, and maybe in the middle, but like in the middle, were you constantly just trying to get info and freaking out, <laughs> or is it just me? <laughs> I, I think the thing was that with the women's race the way it was because it was very kind of it, it was there was nothing that was really flat like completely flat but there was nothing that was really really steeply you know there weren't any like really major climbs either so they were just attacking over and over and over and you were literally kind of you know by the time you would started typing out an update <laughs> it would um the, the situation would have changed on the road anyway <laughs> so there were a lot of kind of my updates which just, da -da 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 attacked and they're all back together again yeah, that's the same same thing, and I guess I've learned, um, at least in the beginning of men's races, they do the same thing where they, um, you know, um, make an early break happen. I know there's a thing I can't think right now, but that happens, and so it's just it's just nuts for maybe the first fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, and yeah. I had to really uh, 
decide whether or not it's worth me um, either tweeting or saying something that isn't like someone has a slight advantage up the road. Oh wait, no, they don't. I know someone <laughs> else does. Oh yeah. So like, uh, if I can't get something, it's probably not going to, I probably shouldn't admit that. But. <laughs> well, no, but I think it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because in a way you get to decide the race and I mean, you weren't, you don't just do tour tracker, did you? You also did the um, social media for a tour of the healer, which that was different. Yeah. Which was probably more, a little bit more like my women's tour experience. I mean, with the women's tour, we use this piece of, they were using this piece of software. So I put an update into it and it goes onto the, you know, the web, the web live blog and updates onto Twitter at the same time. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's kind of, I mean, you almost had the opposite problem with Gila, didn't you? Like in, in Cali, you, oh shit, there's so much happening. What do we do? And then Gila, you had the mountains. <laughs> Nothing happened. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I was, uh, sitting, well, initially, I was hired to uh, do a lot like what you did at the women's tour and sit in the sit in a follow car mm-hmm. and tweet from a satellite phone um, because that race is so remote that your cell coverage once you leave the small town of Silver City quickly um, uh, turns into nothing. So we had sat phones. Um, I was given them the role to be in charge of them because uh, I had worked with them before and <laughs> so Clara hey figure these out and um, I um, yeah I mean I, I, I changed I don't know how do I say this <clears throat> I changed how it uh, was going to happen we, the media director the lovely Rebecca Reza hired me to do the women's coverage and then she also hired um, uh, a guy named Travis to do the men's mm-hmm. And, like, right before the race, I thought to myself, well, you know, let's just, let's, I, I have a friend, her name's Sarai, she does Girl Bike Love and uh, Cyclofem, mm-hmm. she was coming to the race, I, I asked her if she wanted to take my place in the team car, and I would just sit in the press room and um, update from, update from Twitter that way, because that way I would have constant internet I wouldn't have to worry about the sat phones working and I would get info from Travis and Sarai Mm -hmm. so I think that worked out for the better because you know well you know how it is uh tweeting from a phone or from a sat phone even is very cumbersome and um tough and so they were able to just do the bare minimum for me abbreviated um bib numbers and I could just look at them and then expand it on the twitter Mm -hmm. so I think it worked out great and um, when the, even the sat phones lost uh, <laughs> coverage, which they did, uh, I was able to keep updating with uh, my race bible because I can see like, oh, they they should be here. Yeah. Uh, and the so, um, I think people. I, th- I thought it was good. We didn't get any negative feedback. Everyone seemed to seemed to like the coverage. So, so yay! <laughs> Pat myself on the back. <laughs> No, it was really good. I mean, I think, I think it, I, I think, you know, the first time I ever went in a team car, it kind of really changed my views on, on, you know, you, so sometimes you think, oh my God, they're just not bothering telling us anything. And it's literally because you don't know. And okay. unless you're like the car and number one in the, um, you know, number one in the convoy, you can't really see that much anyway, can you? Like you can see what's happening when you turn corners or when the race turns corners and things like that. But it's not, it's not as, um, I think people, I think, because we're so used to seeing it on TV, 
where you can see literally everything. Well, you can't even see everything, but you could, there's always some action. It's kind of interesting when you realise you you know that's that's not what they get in the car at all, is it? No, yeah, it's different, and and that's another thing. <clears throat> when we do have pictures, um, when we're watching it in the production truck, and um, I'm still listening to race radio. It's that's also different because people are watching it on TV and they're seeing things happen, and I'm not hearing it on race radio. So yeah. I, uh, I was like, "What do I do? That guy's obviously off the front, you know." And, <laughs> and, and everyone's like, "Come on, tour tracker! Don't you know that this person? Like, I'm not. I'm not always watching the TV. I'm always looking mm-hmm. at my my computer." Yeah. And um, so it's there's a lot coming at you at the same time. Yeah, but, uh, you definitely have to have a short attention span to do that job, don't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, it's it's funny because you just feel so drained after four hours of it. Yeah, and but you're in the you're in the zone, so you don't really know that four hours has passed. Yeah, yeah, looked... yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's funny, isn't it, as well? Because people are like, well, where where are you? What kilometer are you? And I think in the car, I could ask, you know, what kilometer are we at? And I kept trying to remember to put it in. And then the other thing they were asking me to do when I was doing the women's tour was to also put date stamps in it, time stamps in it, because for the TV coverage was getting turned around very fast, but not at the same place as the race. So for the highlights, they're like, well, can you put time stamps in so the TV people can can like use your things? And then you're kind of watching it going, God damn it, they didn't use any of the interesting attacks I time stamped for you. I could have used those five extra characters. <laughs> Six extra characters, God damn it to hell. <laughs> It never meant so much until right now. Yeah. But I think one of the interesting things as well was um, because I was working, so I had my window open, you know, my window with the uh, a couple of tabs with the uh, with the with the with the software, the software we were using on onto it, and then my Twitter tab, and then my um, you know one following the hashtag and one following the ads, you know, the replies to the to the to the women's tour. And so I was trying to get as much pictures from people out on the roadside as possible because it wasn't being shown live. And that's a really nice thing to do. I really like that bit. Oh, yeah. I like the pictures, too, because I like the, the school kids. Yeah. So cute with the little uniforms. But, so thank you, Sarah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's nice, isn't it? There's something about watching a race. I mean, what I've always liked in race coverage is where they do that, where they kind of are pulling in people who are roadside to be part of the storytelling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I think you did a great job of, of making that happen. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> so, yeah, it would be like this, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but you were doing that in Healer as well, weren't you? I mean, because there's something interesting as well about sharing who's out there and what the teams and riders are saying too about it. Yes, uh, I think um, Twitter is great for that, and it's. Uh, it's important, you know, if I was a spectator um, and a fan, well, which I am, <laughs> I, if I was a fan, uh, I would want to see that stuff. And Instagram, too, I think. Um, it really helps build the, a whole experience, not just the race experience. Mm. People like to see the behind-the-scenes stuff, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, you had some problems in Gila, didn't you, though? Because you had that hideous crash. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um yeah, you know, and speaking of pictures, uh, I was getting input from the road, and and that's that's the that's the kind of thing where it's so bad you don't know if you should be tweeting out pictures of crashes, and it starts to become 
like an ethical thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That decision yeah. as well, because some photographers will, I mean, it's kind of like, you can't, um, people have a, uh, see what I, people like, I don't know if they liked it, or it, it's hard to turn your head away from a car crash, that kind yeah. of mentality. Yeah. So um, when that happens, people want to see pictures, but yeah. they don't at the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was told, I was, I was, there was one of the things that the, the women's tour people said was just not to mention crashes. Yeah. Um, but, and, and, and I can see why, because, I mean, well, I mean, there were quite a lot of people who were tweeting from the women's tour. So if I didn't mention it's crash, like there's a hundred, you know, there's a couple of journalists in the cars behind me and stuff like that. And I was a bit, oh, is that a good thing? But then you kind of see why, because you, you could see on Twitter they, that one of the riders got misidentified as having crashed and was taken to hospital and la la la. And I was just thinking about her family, you know, what it's like for her family and stuff, sitting there at home, not knowing, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. And when that crash happened, I mean, I, I tweet Jack Oakman and you can't not mention it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that since was it's, huge. Especially since I'm the only one uh, that uh, could tweet out info. Cause yeah. there were, I don't know if, if the car, team cars had a signal at that point. I think they might've, but um, yeah, I was, I was getting a lot of, people asking me who was in the crash mm. and of course it was half the field so and it was like one of the biggest crashes ever like 80 riders went down or something ridiculous yeah. yeah I was getting a lot of people asking me and and in a way uh you know in a kind of like a backwards sort of way it, it was nice that I was be I was able to give them that info yeah because they they were they they wanted to know if their son was okay yeah and um but that's when it becomes interactive and um I think um besides the crash you know when you also ask questions like does anyone have any questions does anyone want to know anything um that's another good way to interact with your twitter people and it makes the race more fun for me too because, yeah. uh, you know, those stages where I don't have any info coming in, uh, it, it keeps them busy and then retweeting their uh, questions and stuff like that. So makes it more, um, I'm rambling. <laughs> <laughs> you do it so well though, Clara. Oh, um, a little rusty at this whole podcast thing. <laughs> but did you do that at the women's tour i want to say the women's series because i'm going to get them confused yeah the women's tour um no, well, I, I wanted to i mean when I, I had all these ideas i had so many big ideas when i went into it i was like oh i'm going to do this much backstage stuff and i'm going to take loads of pictures i'm going to get lots of interviews and la 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 and it was just it, i mean and, and i'm going to do all of this stuff within the stage the trouble is is the stages are quite short you know they're, they're like they're women it's you know women's races are limited to how far they can to how far they can ride but what what i'd kind of forgotten a little bit is that it's not only each stage is limited but also the entire race it's 500 kilometers so it can't sorry sorry the entire race was five stages so it couldn't be more than 500 kilometers in total so those are quite short, you know, and you're like, oh, hang on a minute, that's madness. And so, you know, people were kind of complaining about, oh, they should be longer stages and stuff. And the, the organisers did everything in their power. Like, they had some really long neutral zones. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to kind of pull us out. But they were saying they were being madly scrutinised by that and got pulled up about how long some of their neutral zones were. Look, that's seven and a half kilometres. Okay, okay, we'll get it down to seven kilometres, whatever. You know, 
Um, but but and that so I guess with the women's race and there's so much action happening and like you say once you're once it's going on, you're so caught up in it that it was almost that there wasn't really time to even there was hardly time in some places to check Twitter just to kind of be able to do photo you know forward photos. So I was trying to remember to you know I was trying to answer questions and stuff like that, but really it just got a bit hairy and. It also got hairy when we kept dropping out of mobile phone signal coverage. <laughs> so I was kind of, um, you know, so I was, and, and every time it dropped out, you have to wait for your computer to reboot. So I had my phone next to me as kind of my second line of defence. And also the guys at the start, at the finish line, Grace, who's the PR, one of the, you know, one of the super PR team. She, every t- if I wasn't tweeting very often, she, she just put out something going, yeah, we're there in, we're in a mobile zone, dead zone. We'll update you soon. <laughs> But you're like literally sitting there because obviously the the attacks seem to all happen in the places where there's no mobile phone coverage because that's quite an interesting part of the course. (laughs) Right. And well, I I think I've learned um, from I I used to I used to get very anxious when that would happen because you are looking at Twitter and everyone's like, oh, where's the what happened? uh, Why aren't they tweeting? And I, I, I would just be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But now I just I can't do anything about it. I can't. So I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna remain calm. <laughs> Especially, it's easy to remain calm when you're sitting in an empty press room in a visitor center in Silver City, New Mexico, um, all by yourself, <laughs> and not hearing any information for maybe an hour. So yeah. I mean, how do you deal with that? Um. Well. Like you said, I mean, I, I, I had all these ideas that um, I, you know, well, okay, let me start over. Um, I was tweeting the women's and the men's race at the same time on the same account. So mm-hmm. if I wasn't getting info from the men's race, I just write, tweet more about the women's race. I tried to keep it even, um, but I would just keep doing race situation updates. Mm-hmm. So I, they are this part of the course. They should be, they're approaching this cat one climb. Yeah. Um, this is still the break more than likely because no. <laughs> they had seven minutes. So I'm going to assume that they are, you know, it was just, it's easier to, uh, uh, give updates for the, for the men's race. We just, you know, talked about that than what you had to do. Um, cause it's always changing and it also depends on the course when you can, uh, kind of predict how it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, there was some, there were two really nice moments with that. Like, cause you're sitting in the front and occasionally they'd have a, a sponsor. So two, on two stages, they had a, um, some, one of the sponsors in the back of the car, someone from the sponsor companies, like, you know, VIP guests, I guess. So you're kind of like people would just, and there was the time of the, oh, well, what do you think is going to happen in the end of this, Sarah? And I was going, well, I think they'll all be together. And then at 5k to go, or maybe 3k to go, there'll be a specialized Lululemon attack. And it'll, it'll probably be Trixie Warwick, but it might be Tiffany Cromwell. And then at, you know, 4k to go, Tiffany Cromwell attacks. And I'm like, oh! I'm the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll catch her and then she'll attack again. Bang. <laughs> yes, I think I remember you messaging me and be like, did you see what I did? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I think, I think the thing that really surprised me about it, because I always thought, because, you know, when we watch, watching women's cycling, watching in inverted commas, one of the only ways you can see it for a lot of the time in, in Europe is, through the race tweets updates from people like Richard Stieg, the uh, the uh, Bold Dolman's um, uh, mechanic, and Semver Stieg, the, uh, the the Brabo mechanic, and 
I, we've always got a little bit frustrated watching it on Twitter because you'll often have the end and you won't even know who's won. And then they'll go, oh, yeah, Ellen Van Dyke came fifth. And you're like, who came fourth? And, and I always thought that race radio would tell you these things. And it's like this really, really weird thing. The race finishes and race radio stops before the end of the race. Yes. And, well, not only that, um, I, they... Well, well, in in the states, they they will say unofficial top three, and then they'll they'll shut off. Mm. But I, I I'll be I'll be updating, and I won't. I yeah, I won't know who won, but everyone else will because it's happening right outside the production truck. You know, right. it's like twenty feet away from me, and I don't know like who who the uh, top three are if I don't hear the race radio. Yeah. So for some reason, he or she doesn't say anything. I, I just have to like scramble outside and be like, who won? Who won? Whatever <laughs> else oh. says it on Twitter. Oh, I was doing I was doing that thing where say so on the first day I sat in the car and waited and waited and waited and didn't hear it. Oh fuck, so you're just taking it from Twitter. And then I kind of got into this routine where I'd leap out of the car, run up the road, because, you know, the cars park down. They have to park a little bit for, you know, they, they, they come, they, they scream through the finish line, and then they, like, park, you know, well out of the way of riders, so they're not going to run riders. So, you know, you have to completely look behind you before you open the door, because can you imagine taking out a rider with your car door? <laughs> it would be the worst thing ever. And then you just, I just, like, run, leg it up the uh, up the up the finishing straight carrying like looking like a bag lady carrying everything with my computer out you know stopping to update anything <laughs> who won who came third who did this probably shaking and then yeah and then i yeah and then i'd sit behind the podium like listening so i could so i could watch the podium and and then like oh right yeah that's who won the sprint jersey <laughs> when they came onto the podium <laughs> yes that's that's what i had to do too um, yeah. i I could watch it the, when they were televising the podiums, um, sometimes on tour track or sometimes well, in NBC, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And everyone, that is because <laughs> um, they have an, a lot of amount of, a lot of amount of time and they always had to finish by four. So if the race was ahead of schedule or behind schedule really depended on how the, the podium presentation went out, yeah. went on. Cause I was, I was, you know, a, in California, reading on Twitter that why don't they show the podiums all the time? And there's your answer because they have a package that they've paid for, always finishing it for, and um, so there you are. But anyway, I just lost my train of thought. I'm so good at this. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying, Sarah? Well, I just want to say you mentioned the post race shakes. Oh. <laughs> And I got them so I'd get out and I'd be sitting behind the podium and I'd just have be shaking and shaking and shaking and shaking while I was like trying to do the final things, and and I and I think I asked you, hey, do you get the post race shakes too? And you were like, oh my god, <laughs> I thought it was just me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a combination of, I for me, adrenaline and uh, being on edge for so long, and, yeah. and then you have to. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is it stress? I don't know. It it, it probably has something to do with stress. Um, it hasn't helped me lose weight. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> well, races are really hard to eat at, aren't they? Like, yes, that too. Like, you kind of get up in the morning and you try and have. I I don't know about yours, but with the women's too, you get up in the morning, you you have breakfast, and then you 
get to race, you know, where, where the race is starting. And, and I was trying to do a lot of what I really like myself is a lot of background stuff. So I was trying to take pictures of, you know, what was going on. And originally I started, <laughs> this is so funny, on my first day I started out with my camera you know, I'll use my camera, I'll use my really expensive sound recorder that I borrowed from uni, and and then I'll update the pictures, and it just, uh, by the end I was just using my, my, iP- my iPhone, because, you know what I mean, like, just, just, it's just easier, isn't it, like, so it's kind of like, okay, I'll try and take some pictures, and I'll try and find some riders, I'll try and talk to some riders, but before you know it, like, two hours have gone, and, you know, maybe, maybe I've had a coffee, and they were, at least with the women's tour, they had a coffee, they were sponsored, one of their sponsors was Costa Coffee, so they had a Costa Express ban at the start and finish of every race, you know, like for the for the for the race organisers. So part of the shakes probably had to do with all the coffee. Well, I, I, don't even, I don't even drink caffeine. This is the embarrassing thing. But then, <laughs> but then one of the the cleverest thing I did was um, before I left, I packed like a ton of little bags of nuts, you know, like little little bags of nuts because you know protein. So I'd be yes. sat in the back of the car eating these bags of nuts. And then you'd kind of get to about seven, you know, you kind of get to about seven o'clock at night and dinner and you go, oh, have I eaten today? Oh, well, I had that bag of Brazil nuts. <laughs> Five hot chocolates. <laughs> oh, maybe, okay, so it's sugar. We've, we've solved it. There's sugar and protein in your, in your bloodstream. I think it's adrenaline. It's, yeah. Are you suggesting there's too much caffeine in my bloodstream and a lack of real spice in my life? Um, uh, well, you, <laughs> you live in Wood. <laughs> Clara, if you don't know, is slightly obsessed with a Smith. So if you, yeah, um, my aim in life is to drop Smith lyrics into everything in appropriate ways. But I thought that was very appropriate. I thought so too. I, I, you, you always leave me speechless when you do that. <laughs> but I think that the nicest thing was on my first day when it was all kind of, oh my God, oh my God. I didn't really know how it worked. I'm running out of like a crazy person. And I bumped into Caroline Sword Panda and she just became my soigneur. <laughs> She's like carrying my camera and carrying my computer, and oh, oh. it's just so nice. It's so nice to see a friendly face. And then I'd kind of be like, rush it go at the beginning of each day. I'd go right. I really want to catch up with some Twitter people, so I put up a picture. This is what I look like. Come and say hi. And um, and then people would go, oh hi Sarah. And I can't talk. I really rush. <laughs> Run away. I'm very important right now. <laughs> yeah, I think it was more like that. I was just like literally running on a cloud of adrenaline. And so I'm very sorry. So if you were at the race and you saw me and I was just like, oh, yeah. it's it, it's just it's just because I was. Yeah, it's it's all my fault. <laughs> well, everyone, if you saw me at a race and I was doing that, it was because I was very important. <laughs> Wait, I mean, you, you, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, but it's, it must be interesting, though, because, I mean, I've been to a couple of races, so I know a, lot, I know a couple of riders, but obviously, you know, you, you write, you're, you're a journalist as well, and you know a lot of the teams and team staff and riders yourself. So is it, is, I mean, that's a strange thing, too, because you must have this, like, little village of people that you know really well for a week and then yes. never see. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> that is kind of... Uh, another strange thing about being on the road and use like um, I work with this guy called Ty. So he's a sound guy. I see him maybe once or twice a year, mm-hmm. but you know, we can sit in the same car and do tra- go to transfers together. And it's just like, uh, it's just like, we've just been hanging out for, I don't know, total bros, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> so <laughs> it is weird because then you say goodbye and then you don't talk to each other. Uh, yeah. at all 
So uh, I don't know, Sarah, what about you? I mean, I guess it must be different for you because you have so many more uh, like Twitter followers and people that you know than me. Am I making sense? <laughs> people that would, would come up to you during the race. Yeah, basically, nice. uh, Clara is at Fern Coyote on Twitter. You should all be following her because then you can then you can go to a race and go, hi, I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> yes, and that's why I don't tweet pictures of myself out and be like, come find me because no one would come find me because... <laughs> I don't have any friends. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, it's different, isn't it? Because, I mean, where your American races happen are kind of, I mean, Silver City is just surrounded by mountains in the middle of nowhere, isn't it, for Gila? And California's, I mean, you had some wicked mad transfers, didn't you, in Cali? Yes. Yeah, it went from um, north to south this year. And so we started in Sacramento and ended in uh, Thousand Oaks, which is, which is outside of it's kind of in Los Angeles. It's a little north of, I think. Let's just say it's in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's what I think. You, you end up having no idea where you are. Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> well, I was like that, and it was only five days. I literally didn't know where I was, like, for most of the time, and I didn't know what day of the week it was. I just knew it was stage four. Yeah. I was thinking next time I do it, I should get a, a, like a, a physical map and pinpoint where I am because I can't. I have to keep asking people where where are we in relation to um, downtown LA? Well, Clara, you're about an hour from um, Burbank, and I'm like, I just I still don't understand where I am. <laughs> it might just be me. <laughs> I mean, how, how how different was it? Because with Gila, you were all in one place in one hotel, uh, whereas Cali, you were all over the place. I mean, which which do you prefer? I guess how's it different? Um, I know I keep switching back. Back and forth between races, it's probably. Um, I like, you know, I I love to travel, so I I like being able to go to new places. Um, so there are good and good bits um, to doing both. I also like, you know, Silver City is also nice because you don't have to travel and you don't have to pack up your suitcase every night mm. um, or every morning because. Um, you're not coming back to the room. So I am, and when I'm in Silver City, I can throw all my clothes everywhere and don't have to worry about it. <laughs> That's a bonus. Um, nationals, I just came back from Road Nationals and Time Challenge, sorry, USA Cycling Professional National Championships <laughs> presented by Volkswagen. I don't know. Something like that. Um, was also really cool because, um, the writers and staff, I guess I'm staff. I'm not, when I do tour tracker, I'm staff and not media, which is, mm -hmm. um, stay in one hotel for over the Memorial Day weekend, which just happened. And that's really nice as well because it has a different vibe to it because mm -hmm. it's not stage race or two different, um, time trial, road race. It's a little bit, uh, more casual, I think. I don't know. Mm -hmm. it's, it's less stressful for me. Um, but, and also you have a day off, which is great. So, yeah. I mean, did you, I mean, when you were in Hina and stuff, what, what, what did you do? I mean, I guess with Cali after the race, you're traveling on to the next stage and stuff like that. And what, what did you, did you do other stuff for the race in between bits of Hila? Cause you were writing press releases and stuff like that, weren't you? I thought you were going to ask me, what do I do in the evening? <laughs> 
bath, Sarah. <laughs> well, I take a shower and then I cut my toenails. <laughs> and then I listen to the Smiths and, and call you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, Gila was a full day. Uh, it, we got up early. I helped the media director um, put, like, put, put water in the press room for uh, the journalists that were there. You know, there are a lot of things that the media director does that I didn't realize when I, when, because I've never really done race media before. So it was my first mm -hmm. time um, being hired for that. So Rebecca, we'd have to get up early, go to the grocery store, buy snacks, um, buy water, make sure the Wi-Fi was working in the visitor center, uh, make sure she, she had to print out start list. She had to print out results, mm -hmm. uh, just like tending to, um, the, the photographers and the, and the reporters that were in there. Mm -hmm. And she would stay, she, well, and we also did videos as well. So, um, she had the responsibility of actually making that happen, but we would go before the race started. I am rambling. I didn't answer your question, but I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, I promise. Um, before the race started, we were there maybe three days early and we kind of went around and took some videos of some of the teams, did some interviews and put them up on the website and Twitter. And um, so, yes, it's a very full day. And after the race is over, I had to write, well, f for the crit and for the time trial, I did both press releases for the men and the women, but I mostly did the women's press releases. And um, and then we do it all over the next day. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, with the women's tour, because I was doing the Twitter and stuff, I think, you know, I just, I just, found it really hard to stop so after the race you kind of go to the you know go to the press center and 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 I was writing you know writing pieces I was writing some pieces for the women's cycling magazine as well so you kind of go to the press center and you do that and then you're looking at photos and you're tweeting out that and you're talking to people online and then and then because they have the tv highlights between you know at, at, at tv tv highlights at nine o'clock you kind of have your supper and then sit down and then right okay going to the bar and the bar was just completely full of race staff <laughs> race staff and team staff and maybe a couple of riders but most of the riders were watching it in their hotel bedrooms so you know you had the whole bar dominated by the race watching the race and laughing and and watching things and getting a bit you know getting agitated <laughs> and it was great it was a really nice feeling but then it's like okay well I'm going to carry on talking to people because I want to big it up on Twitter and you know try and catch people going well, I don't know what an echelon is <laughs> <laughs> what's a GC and if I could do it again what I'd do is I think I'd write in advance some little guides like what is GC you know what I mean what is what is the spring jersey how does it work so I think that's where I went wrong a little bit was that I I was so caught up in it that I kind of possibly wasn't as good about you know making it easy for newbies as I wanted to be you mean on the website yeah, I, I just no I mean just in I mean the website was amazing they had everything on the website but like I didn't you know I think that's what I could have done more of on Twitter I think did you get a lot of people asking that? Yeah. You know what was amazing was that there are people on Twitter who who made friends through the hashtag, yeah? Um, the WT2014 hashtag, which we were really, really pushing. And there are all these people who kind of made little friend groups and were watching. And there were some people who were, like, saying, I've never watched cycling before. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, cool. and, and people who were, like, became friends with each other. So it was quite – so, I, you know, so luckily there was, like, a lot of people who were – you know, people who are women cycling fans or cycling fans who are women 
or you know who who were watching it and 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 would answer questions for other people mm-hmm. which was yeah. and that was just awesome to see and I mean there were so many cool little things there was the guy um Tim Hopkin who made some made some t-shirts some homemade rainbow jersey t-shirts for his daughters oh well that's what it's all about at the end of the day I think that's probably the most rewarding yeah part. Yeah, well, well, I, I kind of tweeted out, I think I've told you this story before, but I kind of tweeted out the picture of, of, of his rainbow jerseys, you know, the result was rainbow jerseys, and it got, and I tweeted it both on my own account and on the race account. And it got lots of people retweeting it because it was adorable. And then the next day he rocks up and he's got pictures, and he gets pictures of his little girls in their rainbow jerseys with Mariana Voss. Oh. <laughs> and he's written a blog about it saying that Voss was, oh yeah, I saw your t- pictures on t-shirts on Twitter last night. <laughs> yeah that's 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 cool that's yeah i i really uh it makes me feel good inside when you know when that's sort of thing yeah i mean there's there's also like i mean helen and um, i was you know obviously i know I, I, helen wyman was saying that she um yeah she had a lot of people turning up to support her because she has an amazing social media presence and she's so funny and brilliant but there was a guy who turned up with his little daughter in a wheelchair um who to, to to show her the bike racing to show her the bike racing and and there was all these people the thing that surprised me because I've been you know I've been to a couple of races and I've been following women's cycling for years now was the thing the other thing that I completely forgot was how magical it is to be able to get for example a photo with Mariana Voss I mean mm-hmm. I still I still kind of get oh my god Mariana knows who I am you know I still kind of feel like that but you kind of forget I forgot at least a little bit how how incredible it is like people like I know that that happens all the time so I'm slightly blasé about it oh yeah go and ask Mariana for her photo she'll definitely say yes <laughs> yeah the, the, how accessible the writers are yeah and that was like one of the things that was amazing was just seeing all these people who they their daughters you know they, they'd watch the Olympics like some little boy who won the prize to design the flag to start the race one day oh yeah and he won a Wiggle Honda a jumper signed a jersey signed by Wiggle Honda and you know they were coming. I was sort of they they got their, he got his picture taken with them a couple of times. And him and his mum, they're like, oh, we'd seen them in the Olympics. It's amazing. And that was that was just it was just so so good to see you know to kind of like there's so much interest and like I I'd said at the beginning to myself I'm just going to retweet every picture of someone's daughters with the big riders. You know, like every time I saw one, I'd retweet it. And I just had to stop because there were so many. <laughs> You know, it's funny you should say that because I, uh, I actually that that got me. What I never even thought of this before, but the when I went to um, my first mountain bike World Cup race in Hoofley's Grundig um, World Cup in Belgium, that I could probably have said that sentence a lot better, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> I, I I got to meet all the riders that. Uh, I had heard about or read about in magazines and I talked to them Yeah. and I talked to, and my dad talked to some of them, you know, like how to, what to do with a like 13 year old who wants to race bikes, that kind of thing. And yeah, that helped me like motivate me to want to start racing. And so, yes, thank you for helping me realize that Sarah. <laughs> well, there's such, that was a reason. <clears throat> there's such a weird feeling about it. Cause you know, some of those kids might grow up to be the stars of the future. You know what I mean? And kind of there's a one little girl, little six, a little eight year old girl, Millie, who had made her homemade sign. And I was like, I, I just started chatting to her and her dad. I was like, well, look, I'm going up and down to, to see to see some riders and take some photos. Do you want to come with me? 
And we kind of turned round, and first of all, there was like one photographer following us, and then there's a couple of photographers following us because, like, oh, Emma Pooley, could could you have a picture with Millie? <laughs> and these photographers, oh my god, that's like gold dust, isn't it? Like adorable <laughs> moppet with her her homemade sign. Yeah, like we say at my day job, um, pictures of puppies and babies. <laughs> And you know, and, and, yeah, and it's kind of like it's, it's just like you know, and and that's, I mean, I think one of the things that surprised a lot of people was how accessible the women are, mm-hmm. because you yes. know, you literally can just go up to them. It's just a case of not being shy. Oh yeah, um, I still get shy, but then again, I'm shy around everyone. So I, when I have to go up to one of the racers, I don't know. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> oh I'm shy too though it's like it's like there's some riders who I still have never spoken to because I'm just so 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 like in order so I think I saw you know I've, I've interviewed Ellen Van Dyke but I couldn't go and say hi to her because I was just like oh my god it's Ellen Van Dyke <laughs> fuck off Sarah you've interviewed her <laughs> me too that's that's funny um what was I gonna say oh yes and on that subject of twitter people getting together you you saw at Sword Panda, who just favorited one of my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I am ridiculous. <laughs> I, I wanted to, like, I wanted to talk a little bit about, <clears throat> I don't know, um, the, I, I met a lot of um, my Twitter friends at Nationals, which was kind of weird, but um, it was great because you know, like I would introduce myself. Hey, I'm Clara. I'm a real person. Um, Luke Allingham <laughs> <laughs> and a few others. And so we all had dinner together and um, there's this group of super fans who come to this race every year mm. and they organize uh, a chalking party at one of the climbs of, of in a road race up Lookout Mountain. Mm-hmm. And I, I never really experienced anything like that. 30 people who just know each other from Twitter um, on this road, then they're organized enough to like have a, a siren every time a car comes down the, down the road and then one at the bottom of the climb. So everyone would get out of the way. <laughs> everyone brought chalk. It was just, I, I was just, <laughs> what is going on? But um, it, I realized that the fans of cycling had their own little, um, organization if you will yeah and um it's great and they brought me water uh when i was working they were so sweet but i just wanted like did did you um encounter anything like that when when you went to the women's tour or the tour series i mean i think i think the thing that i really loved was i really loved seeing people and then going for a drink afterwards because i finished the race and i went for a drink with a load of people what i know off twitter um, at, the, at the women's tour and that was fantastic and actually I really really have to thank all of you lovely people who looked after me especially when I couldn't find my bag and was like having I've got to admit so when this women's tour series ended got jumped out of the car ran back up it was quite a scary run-in because <laughs> it's like very fast and this, you know there'd been a lot of drama in the stage there'd been like a you know, the, the car crashed into a bollard in the neutral zone, and then the, the later on the race was neutralised because of the because of car crash on the road, and and that was a scary thing because like you you hear about it forty five minutes advance in advance, but you can't say anything about it, you can't tweet about it because they don't know what's happening, you know. So it went from actually the race might not be allowed to go ahead to nothing might happen. 
Right, yeah, I remember that. I remember that happening. I just... Yeah, and it's kind of a quite a difficult thing to, you know, it's not me making the call as well. Ultimately, it's like asking, you know, guy who's the who's you know who's who's basically the race the race com- the race commissar, not commissar <clears throat> the race. Um, I want to boss. I guess for want of a better word, and uh, yeah, and that was quite weird. So anyway, so I kind of leap out of the car and 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 kind of run down, and I'm sitting in the and Bury, Bury St Edmunds was amazing it's like super super crowded full of people and so I sit in a VIP place with my with my Costa coffee hot chocolate and and they're doing the podium and it's crazy the noise is crazy people are crazy it's raining and they're playing all those kind of you know what have you done to, today to make me feel proud you know those kind of roaring anthems that they always play at sports things and I'm sitting there and I'm trying not to cry <laughs> oh. Because I'm so happy, like you know, when you look out and you see all those people, all those people, because they were told the women's tour were told, you will never. There's never been a successful women's standalone sport event in the UK. There's nothing. There isn't anything. And you're like, and everything you bring up, but what about the Olympics? No, no, that was because of the Olympics. It wasn't because of women. What about the women's football World Cup? No, no, that was just that. You know, do you know what I mean? There's like, there's, it's like it's it's and and so to kind of have that that vindication, yeah. Just, you know, and you're sitting there and everyone's cheering and everyone's feeling the same about these riders and it's like, oh God, I'm going to like literally be sitting here weeping. I know, yeah. No, I, and then um, Gethin rescued me. Oh. <laughs> and, but, but, knowing, but knowing there's a bunch of people out there was so helpful and lovely and like um, after one of the races, I think after stage four, stage three or stage four, I was like walking down the road and I bump into a load of Twitterers. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, come along here. And I'm like, oh, shit, look, one of you couldn't go and get me a drink, could you? Because I'm just dying and I've got to just run to the press conference. And this random woman went, oh, who was just walking past, went, oh, well, I've got a hot chocolate that I bought for my son and I can't find him. Do you want my hot chocolate? <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. No, yeah, it's, it's the same sort of community um, that, I mean, yeah, it's great. And yeah. Um, I, after nationals, um, I got all kind of like emotional. <laughs> I don't get emotional, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. Cause just watching, uh, Al- Alison Powers win and yeah. uh, just how happy she was. Like I, and then of course, uh, Eric Marcotte in the men's race, the, just the, the joy and the, the, it was beautiful. And I don't always, uh, you don't really see that a lot, but when you get to see it in person, it's just yeah. like, oh, and that, that's, it's just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you, you, of course, you, you were the two times under 23 national cyclocross champion yourself, weren't you? I mean, when you were racing, was it, was it, I mean, I guess that's, it was a different, you raced road, you raced road a lot. Was it different racing nationals than, than, than covering them? Oh yeah. Um, yes. And I, I mean, I, I I never won a big race, like, you know, like road nationals or whatever, but, um, I, like when you watch someone like that come across the line and just, uh, it's ecstatic, it's just, uh, like, oh, I remember how that felt. And so, and then so, but, you know, it's, it's one of those feelings that, you know, you can have in a different way. Um, just, I guess, I don't know what, like, what, what's the word when you're kind of like, um, I want to say a psycho psychological term, but I can't think of it. Or is this like, uh, happy by association, happy by association. Happy so, for other people. It's just, yeah. 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 Um, it's you can just, still kind of experience it. 
and yeah. I, and it it really does help you. Um, sometimes you're like, why am I doing this? What this is hard. Um, everyone's yelling at me, but then you have to remember why you do it, and that was one of the times I remember why I do it. So it was great. I mean, it was it was a nice reminder of you know why you do what you do. So I I was. I was like so happy, <laughs> but it's nice. I mean, I think yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned tour series because I was just at the tour series in Edinburgh um, two days ago. Oh. Um, a tour series is a British set of city centre criterium races that happen, you know, about five o'clock in the well, from about five thirty in the evening. And I went with Matrix Volpine, um team took me, which was so nice of them, and I had a really nice time. But because I wasn't working the race, it was very different. You know, I was like taking photos and just hanging out and and doing Twitter updates. But because I wanted to, so they so, just wanted to have you along for the ride because you're so awesome. <laughs> but then I could I could say after the men's after the women's race, I'm like, I, I you know I ran out of battery anyway. And there's plenty of people who will update about the men's race, so I'm not going to do it. So I went to the pub with a bunch of people I met off of Twitter. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, isn't it? It's like there's a weird thing. Cause, and sometimes at both races, you introduce yourself to someone and go, oh, hi, I'm Sarah Connolly. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And then someone else will go, that's pigeons. Oh, pigeons, I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, like... Uh... In Hila, I, the only place I could have I could find internet to tweet updates from the Criterium was right next to the announcer, mm. Dave Toll, um, and he just kept saying, "Isn't that right, Fern Coyote?" Like to <laughs> a thousand people. Like, oh God. <laughs> I mean, what was that like though? Because that was very public, wasn't it? You were like literally sitting on the start finish line, weren't you? I was. I was indeed, and very close. <laughs> like it was. It was very cramped. Um, the things I do for internet are unreal sometimes. <laughs> well, you see, I have my dongle, so that's that's a little bit different. But that's too. Every I just love it when Sarah says dongle. <laughs> I don't know what they're called in other countries. What what do you call it in America? I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's like a little thing that you plug into your computer. Oh, of course, it's a USB drive, right? Yeah, it's not a USB drive, but it's got like it. it yeah, it's it's got a little um. Yeah, it's got a USB drive, probably yes. Um, you know, but it, it connects you to Wi-Fi. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> it's a dongle. <laughs> I don't know why it's a dongle. It's ridiculous. You walk into the shop and go, oh, hi, can I get a dongle, please? Or, oh, my God, I've lost your dongle. <laughs> it's, it's still called a dongle in the States, I'm pretty sure. I just don't hear that word very often. Yeah. So, yeah. But when you, you lost were, it. I mean, was it, I mean, is it, I think one of the things that's interesting to me as well is, is the anonymity that goes with stuff, isn't it? Because I was not tweeting from my own account while the race was on because, oh my God, you know, sometimes I wouldn't even be able to get to my own account until like eight o'clock at night or something, you know what I mean? But just because of being so busy. But there's a kind of weird thing about doing it. And I mean, does that bother you when people start yelling at the tour tracker and you know it's you? Or do you just find it funny? <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah uh, it it does I take it very personally and anyone who's listening that yells at tour tracker i cry <laughs> <laughs> no well um seriously it, it okay so people think that um the video that's on tour tracker and the app are kind of the same thing, but mm -hmm. it's different. So Tour Tracker 
when people say, oh, tour tracker's not working, they, they probably mean the pictures aren't coming through. Yeah. Because yeah. did you watch, you, you probably watched Nationals, and at the beginning of the women's race, it kind of got a little dicey with, yeah, the, yeah. with the TV motos. And, um, yeah, no, I was looking at, I, I was doing data, um, but I was also on TweetDeck. Mm. On the Twitters, and I did notice that people were starting to get a little um, antsy, and and so I started from I started tweeting from my own account, so. yeah. and that helped. I mean, I think it's just I think it just helps if you say, "Hey, uh, this is an RF problem. Um, we'll be back with you shortly." And it's people are generally nice about it, but there have been times. In Colorado, or no, previously, I don't really remember um, when they get a little snarky, and you know we're all doing the best we can. Everywhere, <laughs> I remember I tweeted out, "We have faces and feelings too." From my first <laughs> just been tweeting because like no one follows me that was watching Tour Track. <laughs> I have feelings. Um, so when you say tour tracker, I get I get sad, even though I have nothing to do with it whatsoever. But I mean, do you do you take it personally? It's kind of hard not to. Well, sometimes. I didn't really get any bad things said. <laughs> I didn't notice. Oh, oh no, I mean, I think I think it was different. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I think that happened with nationals. Yeah, was that there are a lot of more people watching who don't normally watch women's racing. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. so when the TV coverage was getting very crunchy with nationals and, you know, and, and they'd said, and there was a time when um, Katie Hall attacked off the front on the second climb, on the second climb of um, Lookout Mountain. I love names like Lookout Mountain, Lookout Mountain, Lookout Mountain. Um, and, and she, and they said, oh, that's Mara Abbott. And people were like, oh my God, how could you tell, not tell them apart? La, la, la. But it's, oh, the announcers. Yeah, and and people were getting very very antsy about the TV coverage being so rubbish. But I guess because I watch a lot of women's cycling, or rather I don't watch a lot of women's cycling, I was like, well, they can't help it, and we've still got audio coverage, and we've still got the data, and we've still got the text updates. Mm-hmm. So let's not get angry about this. Let's just and then of course it was completely. You know, they 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 were obviously fixing it. They weren't doing it on purpose, were they? No. <laughs> No one at Tour Tracker was sitting there going, you know what, let's just make this deliberately shit because it's women. Um, we hate women cycling. Yeah. And, this <laughs> and so it kind of got, and so it kind of got, um, uh, what's the word for it? Um, you know, I, I, I was a bit frustrated about that, to be honest, because it, but then I think part of that was because it was a lot of people who were tuning in who don't normally watch women's cycling. So they expect it to be like the, the Tour de France or the Giro or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, like they, they, um yes they usually watch men's racing but yeah yeah and yeah i mean i think yeah i mean the thing the thing that really was a problem not a problem but on the stage four where we had the crash in the neutral zone um and it looked super dramatic but you know and because there were riders all around the cars which uh, you know is not really supposed to happen i'm not saying it's riders fault but because those people were like, oh my god, it was in the race and they crashed and it was terrible and they're not talking about it and they're censoring it and it wasn't mentioned in the video in the TV footage and it's like, well, no, because actually it was it was you know the driver of the car is a very very experienced driver and we had riders in front of the car, riders on the side, a motorbike was kind of pulling around the side and basically he took out the inter- middle barrier rather than taking out a rider, mm-hmm. which you know and and so we didn't talk about it because actually then the race starts straight away. Do you know what I mean? 
like like and and people were like oh why didn't you talk more about this why you know and then people were coming up with the most mad stories and because later on in the race it was neutralized like i was in the sitting sitting in the um compounds you know typing away shaking after the race and people go oh my god and then then they hit a person and the person was taken with an ambulance and you know, no 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 you're thinking of two different things <laughs> <laughs> the drama yeah and then they were like and then there was a lot of criticism oh at at not a lot of, but there's a couple of little things. Oh, at Women's Tour, why did you do this about the TV? It's like, well, the TV's made by a different TV company. That's, you know, that's, that's no, you know, that's, that's their, you know, that's, that's them. You know, mm-hmm. so one mm-hmm. stage, one stage, the TV company decided to focus on, you know, like four or five crashes in the neutral zone and they're small crashes and it's, and it's, and it's not, you know, and, and rather than the attacks. And I can completely see why people would get grumpy about that because, you know, Emma Pooley attacked probably a hundred thousand times and, you know what I mean? And but you're like, well, that's not us. That's not us. Not my fault. Not my fault. <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with me. <laughs> Still so, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what what was your what was your worst? Okay, so if we look at Gila and Cali and Nationals, what were your worst parts of all of those races? Um. Uh, well, um, I guess it would be. This is that's a hard question because I just um <laughs> you go first. No 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 you do healer you do healer okay what was your worst thing at healer? What's the worst thing about healer? Well um I, I was it was the um, not getting info was stressful and um it there were times when I mean I I thought I did a fairly decent job uh keeping the Twitter updates regular, but there were some times where I was just really hurting for, uh, information and mm-hmm. like, I had no idea where they were. I, I, and I, you know, I was, it was hot in the press room. <laughs> I didn't know how to turn the air conditioning on. I know, uh, that's really, um, hashtag first world problems. Anyway, <laughs> I, I don't know, Sarah, I, it's kind of like a big blur. It's mostly the worst parts are um, trying to find internet. I also for the time trial, I had to sit at the announcers' booth, uh, which is fine because that's where the, all the info is. I'm sitting with the officials and and the commentator, mm. and but it's just it's just like you have to make this happen or else you're not going to get info out. And I always make it happen, but there's sometimes there's that that chance because I did not have a dongle um, <laughs> <laughs> that I, I might not get Wi-Fi and, usually, and the officials have a dongle. I don't know. It's a hot spot, <laughs> but I just like saying, yeah. Anyway, I don't know, Sarah, that, that's a hard question. The worst part. <clears throat> it's yeah. Sorry. I failed. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think for me, it was like not thinking, thinking I could do so much more. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Then I, I'm gonna take your answer too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like this is like, especially because you know I've been whining about races for years. And this is like your chance to put your money where your mouth is, isn't it? And it's like, yes. you you get back home. Fuck! I never even mentioned who was doing what in GC. I never really mentioned what this means in the context of the race. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I could have done better. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I, yes. I I said something wrong. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, you know, or yeah, and I, I've said some some wrong stuff before, and that that's that's also I don't like making mistakes. So right there you go. That's 
Well, I saw someone on Twitter saying, when you said you were at the finish line with Dan Worry, and someone said on Twitter, oh, can you kick to a tracker for me? And you were like, that's me. (laughs) Oh, we were laughing about that. (laughs) I said, I already bent over. And he's just like, um, he's like, I, uh, don't worry. I, I I kicked to her tracker. She's sitting right next to me or something. That's hilarious. I was, I I looked at him. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just sitting here. Okay, what what's your favorite part about doing it? Um, I think, well, on, on the whole kicking tour tracker thing, I think she uh, that. Oh no, person... sorry, I meant about the best thing, the best thing about the whole thing. But yes, tell me about the best thing about getting kicking tour tracker. No, no, <laughs> I was trying to think of why she that person might have said that, and um, I was typing in TT times manually because usually we have. Um, the timing hooked up to the tour tracker to do it automatically, yeah. but it didn't work. And that, okay, that was that was a um, a rough thing. It's fine because I know everyone, and I could just be like, "Hey, Fred, what was bib numbers bib such and such as time?" and and they're nice enough to not get annoyed with me. Yeah. Um. But that that's time trials. There you go. Time trials are the worst because <laughs> there's they are. Uh, First of all, numbers and me don't work very well together. And if if, if everyone, when a rider passes another rider, it's just it's it can be more chaotic than uh, than a road race. So yeah. it's just keeping it all straight. But the best thing um, is getting to meet people like Sarah Connolly over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so um, sarcastic, Clara. I am not. <laughs> Uh, um, let's see. And I, I mean, I really do love doing it. I love, um, I love working. I love getting the information out there. I like, that's, it makes, like, I really do feel like, I know I, I hate saying stuff like this because it makes me sound so cliched, but, um, I just love my job. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is amazing, isn't it? It's like, you feel like you're lucky. Yes, you know, I mean, you, 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 you were you're a journalist in real life, and you also work as a cycling journalist. But you just being so, you know, it, it's like. But there's something really amazing to me about just being able to being able to share this thing that I love, this passion. And you know, when people were saying things like, "Oh, I've been glued," to, you know, someone said, "I've been glued to my Twitter. I haven't gone shopping because I've I've watched how the race is unfolding on Twitter," and you're like, "Oh." Yep. Like, oh my god I might be you know this is I love it and I love this race and I love these riders and I love the sport and being able to share that with people is just it's just the best thing ever isn't it it's just tops <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know it's 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 kind of I mean it's such an exciting race and such an amazing like everyone just kept saying all the time throughout the women's tour oh this is a game changer oh this is a game changer you know like this is this is this is this is setting the bar and to be part of that was so you know so so extraordinary yes yeah it it's uh it is extraordinary good word yeah i you know um you're making me uh use uh i you're making me say things that i would normally say but i think because yeah i listen to this mess a lot <laughs> anyway um what's next for you sarah 
Um, next, I'm going to British Nationals, where I'll be doing the, the live updating, probably in mobile's dead zone. So if you're watching this and going, oh, holy fuck, why is there no coverage? It's basically because I'll be sitting in the car, waving my phone out of the window and weeping to myself um, and going crazy. <laughs> oh, my God, phone, message, phone. <laughs> Hitting resend, resend, resend. Oh, God. Um, yeah, and that's it. I don't know. I don't know what's next, Clara. What's next for you? Um, well, when I stop being giddy, uh, I, I guess, um, it's, I'm going to the, the tour of Utah. That would be nice for me Where's for that? tour inspector. When's that? That is a good question. The beginning of, um, August, I think it's August 4th mm -hmm. and, uh, to something in August, whatever eight days is. Um, and they, they're having, um, their first woman's circuit race there. So that's cool. And, and I mean, in conjunction with the race, I should say, and, and then Colorado and, and then I don't know. So, so yeah. So make sure you're following her, dear, dear listener. And, um, if you could go to any race and, and cover any race, what would you do? If I could do any race? Yeah. Oh, there's Ira Rosa. We've talked about it. Of course. Um, that, that would be my first pick. Yeah. God, yeah, I want to go to the Giro so much. Yes, it's five weeks away, which is a little uh, weird to think about. Yeah, so if anyone's listening and wants to pay for Clara to go from the States to the Giro Rossa, please do. <laughs> <laughs> and what domestic races would you go to? Um, what would I go to? If I, well, I really wish I could have gone to Philly this weekend, which is tomorrow, because um, that's a special race. I never finished when I raced it because... Um, Let's just put it down to a mechanical problem. <laughs> uh, what happened? I want to hear that story. Oh well, I mean, I, I was I was doing fine. I see my my memory is so bad. I can't even remember if I raced it once or twice. But uh, one of the times I raced it, um, I just flatted and um, I had already been dropped, so there was no neutral service for me. Yeah. Um, I flatted it in a little group that had been dropped. Let's put it that way. I was not alone. <laughs> <laughs> See how I still have ego, even though I don't race anymore. <laughs> um, and and so um, yeah, I I flatted um, on the course, and I just one of the spectators had to give me um, a tube. So I was kind of like wandering around until I was just, until I ran into someone who helped me. That's what happens when you get dropped and there's no neutral service. You're kind of on your own. <laughs> oh, poor Clara. Poor me. Poor 22-year-old Clara. <laughs> In Philadelphia. Well, but, no, I, I do Philly and, um, I mean, as far as other domestic races, I, I don't know if I'm missing one. I, um, I, That's a good right. Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I'd like to do N Nature Valley, which is now called North Star Grand Prix. These are mm -hmm. national. Um, these are NRC races. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've never been to that race. So that would have been that would be a cool one. What about you, Sarah? <clears throat> oh, um, 
Well, I guess Euro races, any Euro yeah. race. Oh my God. Where, well, obviously the Giro Rosa and I've been to the Turingen Rundfahrt, which was such a lovely, lovely, lovely race. I'd love to go back to there. And obviously Flanders and Fleshwallon. Oh. I went last year, High Tech took me to Fleshwallon last year and it was just spectacular. Um, uh, God, which other races? All of them, all of them, God damn it to yes. hell. No, well, not the ones that where you have to stay in, in, motor, in, in, in camping grounds and stuff like that, but... Oh God, I just, I'd love, I'm going to Energy Walk Tour next year, which I can't wait for. I just love that race. And Worlds. <laughs> oh, yeah, Worlds, of course. Oh yeah, well, then, you, then you're going to come to Richmond. Oh, I want to, I really, really want to go to any, to Worlds. I went to Copenhagen a couple of years ago um, because lovely Jens from Podium Cafe um, put me up and acted as my soigneur for the weekend, which was great. And yeah. But yeah, that, I just want to go to races, Clara. I want to go to races and feel the atmosphere. You know, I think I think part of the trouble is is that you don't really get into the swing of them, the race, until almost until they're half over. Yes, yeah, that's that's true. You finally get into the the zone, and then you're packing up and leaving and yeah. going to work and missing your flight <laughs> <clears throat> several times. Clara did that but Clara does have an excuse because it's not like you know in Edinburgh where you know you, it, everything's you know you're not really that far away from anything oh god oh god that's my worst thing as well is 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 invariably all my kit and I'm, I'm quite an organized person in real life but I'm sure sweet spot the organizers of the tour series and the women's tour of Britain think I'm like this biggest flake because I kind of I'm running around with things flying off me and you know <laughs> equipment malfunctions and and carrying far too much stuff and just acting like a lunatic and yeah and yeah I'm I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so well um if people want to follow you they can find you on twitter where you're fern coyote right um, i am fern coyote and you are at underscore pigeons underscore <laughs> i know stupid name and you can also find me on pro women's cycling com where yeah i'll put li 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 links and things like that and yeah and if you have any questions for either of us that we didn't answer because as we rambled at each other <laughs> you're awesome no you're awesome you're awesome you're the best clara no you are yes invariably i am the american sarah connelly without all the uh, knowledge and of sight <laughs> i'm like the english clara beard except you're english too and um and except without actually ever having raced or won any national titles. We are ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. And yeah, um, if, you, if you've got any questions that we failed to answer, because I'm sure there's loads of them, then tweet us. And if there's any of them, I'll, I'll write it up and put it on, on the website. So you don't just have to have Clara's um tweets of oh good question oh i'm not sure what the answer is oh i've got to the end of 140 characters i can't say anymore possibly say anymore <laughs> thank you very much <laughs>